0: Good morning, everybody. Glad to be with you this first Saturday in March 2023. My name is Ed Samuel. I'm a career coach for a firm called Sam Nova, and this is the Optimize Your Career program. For those tuning in for the first time, I am on every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern time for 30 minutes to give you career advice, tips, ideas, to answer questions, just about every facet to help you or someone you know optimize their career. Although our firm is based in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, about an hour west of Philadelphia, we do serve clients all across the USA. We help those who are working or in job transition to really want to advance their or optimize their career in some way. We've coached more than nine hundred clients to date. Revamped well over a thousand resumes. I should say, revamped, rewritten, or booked from scratch over a thousand resumes. Our aim again is to help people get to that better place, whether it be more money, more happiness, better alignment to a person's values, or maybe the ship to something completely new and different. All in all, we continue to be very busy with calls coming in literally every day based on today's job market. Now, speaking of the job market, continues to be an amazing time. Layoffs continue. I think I just saw... Yesterday, QVC laying off. I think it's four hundred or four hundred or so people, but their cuts are happening across the U.S. I was also told that Microsoft did one of its deepest cuts ever in terms of mid to senior level leaders at that firm. So a lot of hits are being taken in the technology arena, but here's the here's the twist. And I just saw another survey that had just come out. More people are resigning and quitting their jobs than being laid off. So it makes for just a strange time. The people that are resigning and quitting, that's creating openings for the very people that are being laid off at other firms. We'll see what happens with the next report on unemployment. But there's a potential that might go up a little bit, but not as dramatic as we have seen in the past with the layoffs going on across the board. I do believe that corporations, when they see cuts beginning, and I understand how it all starts with the interest rates going up and recession coming at us, but I think it's sometimes corporations use it as a feeding frenzy and an excuse. Oh, well, if we do it now, we'll be like everyone else and we won't take any type of hedge for it. When a lot of these cuts should have been done three years ago, two years ago, one year ago, instead of having to cut so many people all at once. But competition in the job marketplace is fierce, especially in the technology side of the house. And I even see a deeper focus on meeting the specific minimums of the job once again. Having a great resume, a great LinkedIn profile, doing an exceptional effort during an interview. It's just so key. And especially, like I said, in those areas, there's a lot of people lying for the same job. So this morning, I'm going to talk about questions to ask during a recruiter interview. Most people, when they apply for a job, they get an interview, they start with somebody in HR. And that HR person, that human resources person is typically a recruiter. And that recruiter will do some type of screen. Sometimes it's a full-blown interview. Sometimes it's kind of a half an interview, but there's usually somebody that starts the process. Now, granted, there are some firms that post a position and you go right to the hiring manager. Those would be the smaller firms, and that's okay. But for the bulk of us listening, you have to go through a recruiter. And look, there's two types of recruiters out there, internal recruiters and third-party recruiters. Internal recruiters work for the company that might be interested in hiring you. Third-party recruiters are hired by the company to recruit for the position. And sometimes the company does both. They hire a third-party recruiter and they're trying to recruit on their own. And whoever comes in first wins. But let's go back to my comment about competition. Competition is fierce. Well, competition is fierce Then you best know what questions to ask. Now on the flip side, I'm going to give it another twist. A lot of people are resigning, quitting because they don't like where they work today and they want to go to a better place. Now I should know this, more than 80% of my current clients really across the U.S. are working today. Yep, they are working and guess what? They want to get out of their current firm or organization for a number of reasons and that I can talk about and I have talked about in the past and it's maybe almost time to talk about it again, why people are resigning and quitting at the pace that they are. But here's the point when it comes to questions to ask a recruiter. What I don't want you to do is resign and quit, go to another company or organization and find out it's no better than where you just came from. Granted, maybe you got a little bit more money, but, you know, asking these better questions during the interview process could really help make for a better informed decision, or in some cases, maybe you exit the interview process way early simply because of this initial discussion with a recruiter. And the other practical issue is this. You don't want to waste your time. When you're working, you are under the gun. Now, if you're in job transition, I still don't want you to waste time and go through an entire process right down to a job offer to find out that You were off by orders of magnitude, and that could all have been prevented if you had asked really good questions when you spoke to the recruiter initially. One final point around why questions are so important. I have seen, I don't know, a hundred situations where a candidate did not ask good questions and they were ultimately not selected for the job. The candidate did not ask good questions during the screening by the recruiter, and they were not advanced forward. So don't think, well, you know, these questions really aren't you know that important because I'm only talking to the internal recruiter. And I'll ask the real questions to the hiring manager. And for some of you, you may not get to the hiring manager because you were too. Blacks and asking the pointed questions. Again, this is kind of a talking two different strategies here, right? One, ask questions to make sure it's the right firm for you. Ask questions so you don't get yourself in trouble. Find yourself in a situation that you're in today once again. The other focus is, hey, this could be a great opportunity and I want you to do well and compete with others better by asking good questions. So, let's go through questions, and I'm going to take them uh, one by one and explain. It's okay during a screening, and I'll call out if there's a difference between internal recruiter or third-party recruiter, and if I don't call it out, that means this question applies to both. So, one question you could ask is, is this position that's open that i'm interested in is it a new role or is it a replacement role so why is that important well if it's a replacement role it might be a little bit more secure position has been around a while and someone left and but if it's a new role it could be a great opportunity but a lot of times with new roles you want to ask harder questions well why is the position new Question mark, right? Why is that position new? And there's a little bit of risk in there because it's new. And if the company got in trouble, you know, would they get rid of the new position? Now, not all new positions are bad either. They may have introduced a new product, a new service, and they need somebody to come in to lead it, implement it. So that's all good. But you got to ask the question, is this a new or replacement role? Question mark. If it's a replacement role, you can ask the question, how, how long was the person in the role? And why did they leave? See, when you ask pointed questions like that, what are they going to do? Look at you and get on the Zoom or the phone and say, well, I can't tell you that. You really can't tell me how long the person was in the role? Now, why did they leave? Maybe they'll share it with you. Maybe they will. But you try to dig in a little bit in terms of what's happening. Here's the big one. And this is where a lot of mistakes are made. A lot of mistakes. So when you're talking to that internal recruiter, you could ask them the pointed question at some point. And I don't necessarily suggest you ask this immediately in the first five minutes of a discussion, unless they tell you it's a 10-minute phone screen up front. What's the targeted salary for this role? And does it include a bonus plan? What's the target? They have to say something to you. What are you going to say? Well, there's no target. We have no target. No, what's the targeted salary? Let them say what, you know, let them give you a a feel. Well, you know, it's somewhere between 150 and 200,000. It's something above 100,000. But they got to say something because what you do not want to do is not ask that question. Now, they may turn around and say, well, what are you targeting? And be prepared to give them an answer. And for those of you who know me or have listened to me in the past, I am not a fan of ever giving an HR person or anybody a range. Low-end, high-end, it just doesn't work out most of the time because everybody will remember the low-end most of the time. So if you're if they come back to you, the HR recruiter, and says, well, hey, what are you targeting? Well, I'm targeting 175, and I'm looking for a bonus on top of that. And they have to respond. Well, you know, we're, you know that's a little bit too high. You know, we're really targeting 125. But see, at that point, if you're off by orders of magnitude, you could say to the recruiter, well, this probably is not going to be a good match. I don't want to waste more of your time because I have to be more than that, just based on where I'm at in my career. And, you know, let's connect on LinkedIn and um, let's move on. That's an okay thing to do. But what I don't want you to do is not ask the question and think, oh, well, you know, they're just going to love me so much that I'll go through the process, get me to the hiring manager, get me through the entire process. They're going to make a job offer and they're going to give me the salary I want because they love me so much. And I would tell you, most of the time, it doesn't end well. Most of the time, they have a number in mind. And if you're off by an order of magnitude, they don't come up to meet your number. And then you turn the job offer down. And that entire bit of energy and effort, mental energy, excitement about an offer, all that just gets destroyed. Simply because you weren't asking the right question during... The interview with, with the recruiter. Here's another question. How well do you know the hiring manager? You know, have you met with them and you get a real good understanding of this job? Now, if they say no, then that's a little bit more problematic, right? Well, we got a job description, but I really never met the hiring manager. All that tells you is that less likely they really understand who they should be submitting. If you you're talking to a third-party recruiter, contingency recruiters many times don't talk to the hiring manager. Many times they do. Retained recruiters, if they don't talk to the hiring manager, I wouldn't even work with the retained recruiter. When I was a retained recruiter, I would meet with the hiring manager in person and I'd spend an hour minimum to understand their world, what they're looking for, Resumes that they liked, did not like, people that they fired, people they've promoted. I want to know everything about that hiring manager and what they're expecting. And that's why working with a retained recruiter sometimes can be really good because they do have a really good, they should have a pulse on things. But I also led an internal recruiting team. There was an expectation by me with this billion-dollar division that I was part of, well, you better also meet with the hiring manager to also understand their needs, so we're not wasting everyone's time, and that job gets filled sooner rather than later. So don't presume that, you know, just because it's an internal recruiter that they shouldn't know or have met with the hiring manager to get a good understanding of the details of this job. Now, here's a question you could ask the internal recruiter. Hey, when I look at the job description, is there any part of this job more challenging than the other now in in a strange way this is you kind of going back to the previous question you're 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 asking the recruiter how well do you really know this job and if they can't answer that basic question that means they have a really high level view of the job and they're just trying to do a basic screen but some good internal recruiters will say well i i tell you i've been with the hiring manager and this one area is where they're going to really lean heavily you know, and that's the experience we are really looking for. And then you have a little bit better understanding, right? So when you're asking these probing questions, you want to, A, make that that positive impression to the recruiter, but it's also giving you information. If, if you were to advance, it will be that much smarter. Here's one that Fox Business News actually published last year. I was asked to talk about what are some of the best questions to ask during an interview. I think this is a question you could ask the hiring manager, but I also think you could ask the recruiter the same question. Here he goes. If I was to go to work for this hiring manager, this firm, this team, and go into this role, what would be the biggest issues that I would face in this role now, first six months, related to people, processes, teams, clients? What, what are the one or two kind of monsters out there that I'm going to get, you know, Meet up with right out of the gate, question mark. And if that internal recruiter knows that, then they have a really good grasp on this job. And if they advance you forward, they're advancing you because they have a uh, a good feel, who, you know, what you're going to bring to the table. Third party recruiters should absolutely know that, no matter what. And if they don't, they shouldn't be a. Well, I should say that a retained recruiter should know that out of the gate. Most contingency recruiters should know that. But if they If they don't, then that's, again, problematic. Some of the other questions that you could ask, a little bit easier. Here's one. What are the travel requirements? You know, simple, simple question. What percent of the month will I be gone? Overnight. Here's another one. Hey, if I was fortunate to land a job, how does onboarding work at this company? And that's a simple question. Oh, well, hey, you'll spend two weeks going through an onboarding process here. See, that gives you an indication that they're willing to slow things down and give you some training i always remember a client of mine who started with a company his first hour was with the hiring manager when that hour was off this person marched my client down the hallway to a mail room that was in total chaos gigantic mail room and said okay your job is to document these processes and uh, have it done in a couple of weeks and uh all right, good luck. And then walked out the door. My client just stood there in utter silence. That was their version of an onboarding process. And I told you who this, who this organization firm that he went to go work for, you would be gas. That's why that question is so important. What, comp- what kind of company are you going to work for? Here's a question you could ask the recruiter. Hey, I see you've only been with the company six months. Why did you join the company? And here's another question you could ask today that you couldn't have asked probably five years ago. It was so many people resigning and leaving firms. What's keeping you at the firm? See, you're getting real personal with the the internal recruiter. You're trying to understand their culture. What's keeping them there? Now, you could be even more forward. You could ask the internal recruiter, hey, what's the best way to describe your company culture, your organization culture? What's the best way? What's the one word, two words that really sum it up? Now, if they can't give you an answer, that gives you, you know, f- you know food to think about. Hmm, it seems like a pretty simple question. Here's another one. What kind of training and development does the organization have in place? Are they committed to training? You know, are they looking to get people to a better place? How does that training work? Now, if you get silent treatment on that, that's the problem, right? Now, you could a- actually go a little bit higher, go up to a higher level. Higher level would say to a recruiter, hey, any big challenges happening at the company overall that I need to be aware of? I remember one person, you know, if they had asked that question, they would have been told that, hey, the company is being acquired. And in this particular case, the person actually took the job, never asked that question, by the way, took the job, and they were laid off within two months because the company was acquired. And it was public knowledge at the time, but No one told this particular person that. And it could have been asked right there and then to the the recruiter. Now, this is one that everyone talks about, right? Is this role hybrid, remote, or on-site? And then you could ask why. If it's on-site, why? If it's remote, why? Is it hybrid, why? Get a feel for, you know, their culture, what they're thinking about. This is a big one. I can't tell you how many clients of mine alone let alone the hundreds of other people I have talked to, ask this question. Are internal candidates part of your hiring process right now, vying for this role? And that's either a yes or no answer. There's no running from that. And if internal candidates are part of the process, then you've got to put a 50% chance you will not get this job, even if you're the very, very, very best candidate. I can't tell you how many people have gone through one, two, three final rounds multiple times, even in a year, and get denied at the last minute because of an internal candidate. I am completely and totally against that type of HR leadership in a company. Now, another question, how long has the position been open for Now, if that position has been open for six months, if they say six months, why? Ask the question why. Seems like there are a lot of good people out there. What's been the problem? And if they tell you the problem, that's your opportunity, to then go in and explain why you can solve that particular problem, and that you are the candidate. Now, for some, this is very important to you, and, and maybe it should be important to everybody, right? Hey, do you have anybody at your company that really leads diversity, equity, and inclusion? Question mark. If you get silence, and that's important to you in a big, gigantic way, that's problematic, potentially and not all smaller companies can fill that position with a full-time person. But the big companies, I can't tell you how many have done that. How long does it take to fill a role like this? And what's the sense of urgency to fill this position? Question mark. Have you ever worked with this hiring manager in the past? Once you submit me to the hiring manager, knock on wood that you do, how quickly can I expect to hear back from you? So I get a feel for the timing. Always ask that question. So you're not simply just left hanging. So those are a few questions I would hopefully get you to think about when you're talking to the HR recruiter or a third-party recruiter in that initial discussion with a firm. And sometimes that discussion could be 15 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. I've seen it as long as an hour. And they're conducting a full-blown interview. But you have the opportunity Maybe you can't ask all of these questions, but you could certainly ask some of these questions to those recruiters, especially the one around compensation, especially around uh, how long has the role been open for, is this a replacement role, right? There's some basic questions I have to get in there, or you put yourself behind the eight ball, as they say. So we're just about out of time. For those new to the program, I did publish my first book called Optimize Your Resume, do's and don'ts the Samnova way. It's available on our secure website and we'll pick up the shipping costs. Just go to samnovainc.com S-A-M-N-O-V-A-I-N-C.com Go to Resume Services. There's a drop down. Well over 450 positive comments on the book. The ones that I love to read. Hey, Ed, easy to use. I built my resume using it. It was the key for me landing my job. Every Tuesday, I'm on this voice-only cell phone uh, tool called Clubhouse. And we focus on career, faith, and purpose with my co-moderator, Charlotte Hailer, career coach, resume writer based in Florida. So it's a voice-only, it's live, it's nationwide, actually global. And uh, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we talk about a topic, and between... Charla and myself, we give a lot of information, a lot of good tips for people uh, who want to advance their career in some way. Please follow me on LinkedIn. Officially, I'm now over 26,000 direct connections. I want to say I'm honing in on 26,100 direct connections. So please connect with me and uh, join me on the next Optimize Your Career program on Saturday, March 11th, as I will be talking about The best words and the worst words to use on a resume. This is Ed Samuel, career coach with Sam Nova. Make it a great Saturday. Wishing you and yours a great weekend. Stay safe and God bless.